Welcome to Love Storytime. Tonight's book is called Old Dog Cora and the Christmas Tree. And it's by Conzi Powell. Today's the third day of December and we've already read a chapter of Winston, How Winston Delivered Christmas. So this is a new Advent book that we took at the library. Hope you enjoy it. Old Cora pawed her dog bed. She had just eaten breakfast and was ready for a nap. She settled down with a sigh. She had hardly closed her eyes when she heard a commotion in the kitchen. Her daughter and granddaughter were milling around Susan. Cora sniffed the oily scent of leather boots and the sweet smell of well-worn wool. The family was going outside. Suddenly, Cora wasn't sleepy anymore. Come on, girls, Mom called. Let's put on your harnesses. The dogs sprang into action. Ebony danced around the kitchen. Mink sang for joy. And Cora gave Susan a slurpy kiss. Really cute. Papa harnessed Minx and Ebony. They followed him outside. Cora waited patiently for her turn. The oldest harness still hung on the hook. Cora loved that old red harness. She had worn it to pull Susan when Susan was just a baby. She had worn it when Minx and Ebony learned to haul. She had brought in winter firewood wearing that harness. And she had worn that old red harness to haul the tree every Christmas she could remember. Working dogs. Very sweet. What color are the other harnesses? Orange. Great. Red. But what are these colors? Blue and green. The harnesses. Not sure why you're not speaking, but that's okay. Why don't you stay here, Cora? Mom said. You're getting too creaky to pull a heavy load. Cora knew there must have been a mistake. Must be a mistake. She never stayed home when there was work to do. She nuzzled the old red harness and stared at Susan. Mom, we can't leave her behind just because she's too old to pull. You didn't leave me home when I was too little to help. Can't you come along just for some fun? Okay, Susan. Mom smiled at Cora, but take it easy, old girl. Cora glanced at her harness one more time and then followed Susan outside. Hard-packed snow squeaked underfoot. Cora wagged her tail as she sniffed the cold December air. A whiff of fox musk floated from the hillside where she used to haul oak logs for firewood. A scent of ruffled grouse came from the clearing when they all picked blueberries in summer. And from the woods on the ridge ahead blew the spicy perfume of balsam fir. Off the road and into the woods, they tromped, looking for just the right tree. Papa wanted it to be tall, and Mom insisted that it be full. Susan needed it large enough to have extra branches to decorate her room. The dogs didn't care how it looked. They just wanted to pull it. At last, they saw Rafe's through the trunk of a tall balsam fir. Whoosh! Down came the tree. Now it was time for Cora's job. Papa Papa strapped the tree to the toboggan. Mom called Ebony and Minx and hitched traces from the toboggan to their harnesses. Susan, she said, come get Cora. She's in the way. 
Susan led Cora aside and fished a dog biscuit from her pocket. Cora crunched it eagerly and then licked her chops. This was all right. Someone always had treats when it was time to haul. She asked Susan for another biscuit. Okay, girls, let's go. Up. And Papa took giant strides, breaking a trail through the deep, fluffy snow. Minx and Ebony tucked their heads, pushed into their padded collars of their harnesses, and followed and followed. Cora spat out her biscuit and forged past Susan. Something was wrong. They were starting without her. Cora pushed through the snow to get to the other dogs, and she heard Mom's voice. Cora, come back here. Cora ignored her and butted in front of Ebony. Stumble, thump. Cora toppled forward, tripped by a hidden branch. Minx and Ebony pushed around her and kept on going. Cora struggled to catch up with them. She struggled ahead and moved into the trough of paw prints behind Minx. If she could just join the other dogs, everything would be fine. Minx slowed down and her hauling tray drooped. Tora's, Cora's legs tangled in the slack strap and everyone stopped. Papa stomped back to entangle the dogs. Cora, stay out of the way. You know better than to keep Minx and Ebony from doing their job. The rough edge in Papa's voice worried Cora. She was trying hard to do what he'd always praised her for doing before. Couldn't he see that? Oh my gosh, am I going to cry in this book? I don't know. <laughs> talking to his older dog. Okay, she stared at Papa for a moment, then charged into the woods. She would take a shortcut through the aspen thicket and meet Minx and Ebony up ahead. Cora had forgotten that she wore no harness. She had only one thing on her mind now, hauling. She remembered the powerful feel of pulling a tree. She knew how it dragged heavily in the fluffy snow of the deep woods. And she also knew that once they were on the hard-packed road, going would be easier. Her face dusted with snow, Cora burst from the thicket and squeezed beside Minx and Ebony as they crested the ridge. They, then they were on the road. Minx and Ebony stretched out in an easy uh, lope. Lope? Oh, man. As the tree glided behind them, tired but happy, Cora ran next to them, and it felt good. The three dogs trotted steadily, tongues out and tails wagging, but Cora knew where her place was. Nothing could stop her now. So, in a burst of speed, Cora took the lead. This was where she really belonged. Hey, look at Cora, Susan shouted. She's out in front. Mama grazed in amazement, and a smile of understanding swept across Papa's face. Eager and joyful, the three dogs covered the last flat quarter mile with ease. The tree... What? Are you okay? Okay. The tree and toboggan coasted to a stop in the yard. Cora, Minx, and Ebony flopped in the snow, waiting to be unhitched. Susan got to them first. Cora nuzzled Susan's ear and licked her cheek. Oh, Cora, you knew, didn't you? You knew you could still do your job. And Cora sniffed Susan's pocket. Her work was done. Now she was ready for a treat. Papa stopped down to scratch Cora's ears and kissed her on the muzzle. You are a good girl, Cora. Cora swished her tail. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I don't know why I'm so sad. Cora swished her tail in agreement. Mom looked into Cora's deep brown eyes. Don't you worry, old puppy, she whispered. Next time, we'll put your harness on you and you can help without being pitched. Cora threw... Cora threw Susan a kiss and headed for the back door. 
enough hauling for today. The next time there was a job to be done, she'd be ready. Aww. All three of the dogs are curled around under the Christmas tree. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. What a sweet book <laughs> by Cosy Pellet says. Oh, she, those dogs were big black. Uh, sorry. Those dogs were big black Newfoundland dogs. Very sweet. After this book, are you going to cry? Probably. <laughs> well, I hope you have, everybody has a good night. Well, I just want to show you another This is a very sweet book. Okay. Thanks for the hugs, Mara. Wait, I just want to show you something. Yes. Just dogs getting wet. Pet owners. Pet pets owners. It's okay. I'm watching to cry in this book. <laughs> it's so silly. Anyway, have a good night.